Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Football Social Daily. Hello, I'm Jim and welcome to the Football Social Daily Shots. Your quick afternoon update on the day's news from the Premier League. On this episode, we're going to be looking at a potential change of ownership at Manchester United. After news broke of 69-year-old British billionaire Sir Jim Ratcliffe's interest in buying the football club. Manchester United are currently bottom of the Premier League and criticism of the Glazer family is growing day by day. And so the timing of this news is pretty good. It's reported that the Glazer family are willing to sell a minority stake in the club and Jim Ratcliffe is interested in that. But also a spokesperson for the billionaire did tell the Times that should the opportunity arise, Jim was definitely a potential buyer. To get the lowdown and crunch the numbers on this, I've been speaking to football accountant fan and host of the brilliant Price of Football podcast, Kieran Maguire. Been a no quiet day in football. <laughs> Are they all, particularly around Manchester United. Yeah. And there's rumours flying around at the moment concerning this potential takeover or certainly part takeover or part ownership of Manchester United from the British billionaire Sir Jim Ratcliffe. Some United fans heralding this as the beginning of the end of the Glazers era at Manchester United. Are they counting their chickens a little bit too early here? Well, a bit like Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street films, rumours of the Glazers' demise, I think, are perhaps a little overstated at present. The share price has has underperformed over the course of the last decade. You can now buy Manchester United share for less than the Glazers listed it in, in August 2012. So that's uh, that's not been very successful. Clearly, uh, results on the pitch have uh, not met the expectations of fans. I suspect they've not met the expectations of the Manchester United's owners and boards as well. So 
Whether that's enough to persuade the Glazers to sell is a separate issue. They are firmly of the belief that Manchester United is a one of the leading brands in, in world sport, and I think they're correct in that. And then it's undervalued by the market. Markets tend to be forward-looking, and, and I think they see a significant uh, cost, uh, both in terms of infrastructure, but also in terms of recruitment and retention of, of, of talent in order for Manchester United to be competing for trophies once again even with that underperformance though the glazers aren't going to be any in any huge rush to sell up and move out are they they still do pretty well out of the football club as it stands the Glazers have done extremely well out of Manchester United. You know, people will will rightly point to the the twenty two million pounds a year in dividends that the club pays, of which the vast majority of that does go to the Glazer family. On top of that, some of the Glazer family did sell shares in Manchester United as recently as I think as last November, and they made around about one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty million dollars out of the process. So um, they've seen that Manchester United's value since they acquired the club in in two thousand and five has increased significantly. Significantly, They also would try to extract top dollar from whoever comes in, whether that's Sir Jim Ratcliffe or another interested party, because it is a, a unique asset. It is a, a an amazing football club in terms of its following. And whilst the shares uh, collectively uh, at present are, are valued by the market at around about £1.8 billion, I think we'd have to go far more than double that in order to, to persuade the Glazers to sell up. There's two slightly separate things here. There's the part ownership, which is what appears to be on the table. Jim Ratcliffe has obviously expressed an interest in full ownership of the club, but there's no suggestion that the Glazers are happy to go down that route yet. But what would a potential takeover deal look like from Jim Ratcliffe or anyone else? Would the expectation be that a buyer would pay off the £600 million in debt and then look to pay a whatever value the club has it on it as well. So we're, talk- we're talking quite large sums of money here. Well, I think in, in any takeover, in any mergers and acquisitions deal, there's, there's what's known as a change of control clause from all senior lenders, which means that if the ownership of the company changes, then the banks reserve the right to be paid off at, the, at that point in time. So, so we could see a change in the structure. The debt of Manchester United, whilst not pleasant, you know, clearly having paid out over £800 million in interest on those loans uh, since the, the act acquisition by the Glazer family. Now that That's money which could have been spent elsewhere, would be the argument by the Glazer's critics. Manchester United's debt is, is certainly relatively easy to deal with because they've got interest-only loans. They're probably only paying around about you know, 25 to £30 million pounds a year in interest. And for a business that generates over £600 million, that's not a prime concern. Now that's a couple of players' wages. I think the the structure would, if, if it's something like Sir Jim Ratcliffe, he would probably say, well, we don't need the debt. I'm quite happy to take over uh, and, and purely fund the club through an equity vehicle. I think he would then, uh, you know, we, we've got to take into account he's, uh, he, he's 69, he's not, he's not old, but he's not young either. I think he would want to, to see the club progress both on and off the pitch as quickly as possible. And for that to be the case, even if he is a minority stake, I think he would want to be involved in decision making. He has been extremely successful in all elements of his businesses to date. And therefore, I think he would want to bring some of that drive, that, uh, that quality of decision making to Manchester United. What are the potential blockers here? What are the things that stand in the way between a potential deal happening? 
I, th- I think there's there's two things. First of all, there's stubbornness on behalf of the Glazer family. The fact that we've seen protests come and go over the 17-year period of their, their ownership of the club, and, and they, they've never shown any inclination before to give away control. You know, Issuing shares or selling shares is one thing. It generates cash for the club, possibly. It certainly could generate cash for the Glazer family. But uh, they think that they are the right people for the club. So, so I think it would be... Uh, That would be one issue. The second issue, ultimately, it comes down to price. It doesn't matter what possessions you have. If somebody offers you enough money, then you're going to consider uh, consider what they're offering. Now, Jim Ratcliffe previously went on record as saying, I think his words were, um, there's a mug out there that's willing to pay two, two and a half billion pounds for a football club, and that mug's not me. Now, that was only (laughs) a few years ago. He does appear to have changed that part of his viewpoint of the game. But the fact that he ended up going to France to invest at a far, far lower price might indicate that he still feels that the the UK market is is overvalued. And that certainly was the case until he started to uh, express an interest in in Chelsea. Though for all we know, that could have been a Trojan Mm. horse. And given that he is a lad from Failsworth in Oldham, he used to watch Manchester United at Old Trafford when he was a kid it could be that he was uh, simply just uh, uh, you know throwing his hat into the ring to say well I've, I've perhaps reconsidered spending a lot of money in a football club and Manchester United would be the logical choice for him. Finally Kieran if this does all go through and Jim Ratcliffe ends up the new owner of Manchester United what kind of owner are we looking at are we looking at a sugar daddy in a city or Newcastle form or is it slightly lower down the ladder than that? He, he certainly has the resources uh, equal to those of uh, Roman Abramovich, for example, in terms of, of what happened at Chelsea. S- spending money isn't actually the issue when it comes to Manchester United. If you take a look at the numbers, you know, and, and that's that's all I do. I, I know nothing about football, but I can add up. That's sort of my <laughs> that's my one talent in life. The, the Glazers have spent over one point five billion pounds, or rather, they've not spent themselves. They've they've given Manchester United a budget, which has allowed Manchester United to spend over one point five billion pounds since twenty thirteen, since Sir Alex Ferguson retired. So it's it's not a quantitative issue. It's it's the quality of the spending and it's the quality of the decision making that you have to look at and say, well, that's generated a poor return. Uh, If you take a look at the sales of players since Sir Alex retired, Manchester United have sold players for around about £350 million. That compares to £850 million for Chelsea. And we we always associate Chelsea with with profligacy when it comes to to spending. But actually, Chelsea are very good at generating money. So that poor return in terms of getting money back in, I think is something that Sir Jim would address. I I think he would be more towards the the Abramovich, Mansour, PIF position of being able to spend when it comes to the club, as opposed to the likes of FSG at Liverpool and the Glazers at Manchester United. But then if you you take a look at FSG at at Liverpool, they have been spectacularly successful. They have bought well, uh, and, and it does show that it's not necessarily the extent of the money that's been spent. It's its making the right decisions by the right people. We'll keep you up to date with everything that goes on with that potential takeover at Manchester United on Football Social Daily and the team will be back tomorrow morning with a full podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to and following this show so you're notified as soon as that is available. But that's it for today's Football Social Daily Shots. Football Social Daily Shots.